0: I've heard some of your words before, you know, but that's the greatest gift as an artist or a creative or as a speaker in general is the ability to make that shit new again, to create a new experience for someone who's heard it before, right? So today's episode is about reiteration and finding newness and familiarity, okay? You are now tuned in live to the Supreme Life Podcast and let's get right to it. So where has Deja been? You know, I've been busy, you know, evolving and shit, you know, finding clarity and shit. I feel like people take exploring themselves for granted because they're so busy exploring everyone else, whether they're exploring approval, exploring love and thinking that they're going to find it in another person where the love should be found in themselves. And You know, listen i'm gonna get into it today i'm just i'm gonna get all up in your business today so for those of you who know me know me you know that i recently went on a trip to jamaica um and i went to a resort an all-inclusive all-adult resort and you know there's a lot of taboo around this place and obviously because it's super sexualized and people don't really understand the clarity that it can bring if you if you let it i feel right so hedonism too is based in the girl jamaica um it's a bear as you dare resort so you can be as clothed as you want or as nude as you want um and i feel like in this nudity you find a certain freedom about yourself and acceptance about your body before or at least that's what i found before i experienced any anything else right for me accepting your body goes beyond accepting just the flesh, right? Accepting who you are as a person is a huge deal. Discovering and peeling back layers of yourself is a huge deal. And I feel like many of us in life don't even get the opportunity to discover ourselves in a setting like this. Many of us are trapped in the places that we grew up. Um, We haven't even traveled outside of Ontario, haven't traveled outside of your state, if you're from the States, you know, um, your province or where have you, right? So, in this experience i feel like i discovered decisiveness right and being decisive is something that's so like crazy to me because i've always known what i wanted but the power and the fear to enforce it that shit that shit was debilitating for me right like that shit stopped me from from progressing in what i wanted in life um it's crazy because i was never indecisive when it came to school or work. As much as I hated school, I knew what I wanted out of it. As much as I may not have liked a job, I knew that the end goal was to get that money, right? But the only place where I really truly realized where I wasn't able to execute being decisive was in a relationship, right? As I knew I wanted affection, um, I knew I wanted new experiences with the person that I cared for, but I was so, I was almost walking on eggshells in order to express that. And I was like, wait a minute, but bitch, why? (laughs) You know what you want. Why are you afraid to tell the person that you want that you want it, right? If you ask a woman sometimes, oh, what do you want to eat? I'll tell you, I would like shrimp, mashed potatoes, um, you know, sometimes chicken. If you tell me what, ask me what I'm in the mood for, and I'm gonna tell you, right? It may not be pertaining to a meal, but when it comes to the person I'm into, yeah, like I'm I'm 100% of the time like know what I want. So, I'm asking myself on this trip, why was I settling? Why was I willing to compromise what it is that I wanted for myself? Because so I was afraid of the reaction that, you know, somebody would have. And I think I read somewhere um if explaining your feelings is an argument to the other person, then you're with the wrong person. If expressing how you feel is a problem, and you're not comfortable in in a setting to to say this is what's going on with me. This is how I feel when I'm with you. Then yeah, not. Nah. You're not in the right place. You're not in the place you're supposed to be. Now, Eartha Kitt, I'm sure some of you guys know this famous video that she has out there when she talks about compromise for what? For who? Now, I'm not 100% in agreement with what she's saying, but I, I really, to the base of it, get it. I understand. For those of you who've never seen the video, she's basically saying like, what do I need to compromise for? And I've, I agree in a sense because compromise your core beliefs, you should never. Are you joking? Compromise who you are as a person and what you want out of life, that should never be compromised. Now, compromise for a common goal, yes. If you need to compromise something in order to get a house with the person that you love or your partner or the person that you're married to, what have you, those compromises are healthy. But if you're compromising respect, if you're compromising health, a healthy relationship is something that some of us have never even have never even experienced because we're so busy compromising our core beliefs and we can't do that. So I'm saying to you that that trip really just kind of brought back home how I should be treated as a woman and I always used to preach I don't know if I've said it in my podcast but I definitely said it in real life you teach people how to treat you and the moment that I was preaching that and I wasn't even executing that in my own relationship that's what drove me nuts because I'm like yo Khadija you've been this person you've been an alpha female you've been knowing what you want you you've been going hard right So why is it that this one person has the ability to like shelter you, right? Whether or not they were doing it in like, you know, on purpose, it was who I chose to let myself become. That was the problem. Not that somebody had the real ability to change me because no one put a gun to my head in my relationship. The person I was with never said, hey, do this for me. He was not that type of guy. It was because when you, when you love somebody, you kind of like you're not supposed to change for them. You can evolve for them. You can be a better version of yourself because that's how you feel that they're, they're helping you to level up, but you're never supposed to feel like you're losing pieces of yourself in order to please them because that's the mistake. So, you know, learning me, learning me was the biggest lesson that I took from Jamaica, not just the, the fun and the parties and the, and the meeting new people and the seeing fine ass people, you know, that's, that's great and everything. That's, You know, those are all meeting carnal desires. But what I'm explaining is that I met more than just new people. I met myself again. So to anyone looking to take a vacay, I feel like, yeah, vacations are fun. But this being my first vacation as an adult, that shit helped to evolve me. So sharing pieces of that knowledge is 100% the goal here. You know, reiterating things that we already know. But sometimes putting us in new experiences helps us to relearn that shit. It's like a refresher course, right? You need it. So me, I'm big on principle. Um, And for me, it's like the little things may not matter to other people, but the little little things matter to me in a sense that like, if this is how you're going to behave for this small of an issue... How can I ha- like trust you to manage something larger going forward in our friendship um, or in our family relationship? So for me, I've kind of been struggling with the fact that blood isn't always who you want to fuck with. And I- I'll, ex- I'll explain, right? Like, as much as I really love my family... I understand that as I get older, the people who are closest to you have the ability to really like <laughs> fuck with you, like and your headspace. And I want to express the importance of. My bad, y'all. So this is part two of the evolution series, I guess I'll call it. Um but lastly um I was saying that blood isn't always who you want to fuck with. And I don't mean that in a disrespectful way. I mean it's it's facts. Um some of us don't understand that family can push certain buttons. Um a lot of us have actually come to like just accept family. And this is something that you should do because I mean family you only get one. You can't exactly choose who you're related to. Um And I don't want to get it twisted. Like, I absolutely love my family. Obviously, I feel like that should go without saying, but not everybody has that relationship, right? Um, So I go through it with them sometimes, and I really took this in. Like, for me, principle is everything. And, like, at the core of me, if you know who I am as a person, you know that, like, it's not so much the magnitude of what you've done. It's or or how you carry yourself. For me, it's the little things, because I heard I, again. I heard somewhere that habits become character, and character becomes who you are, right? Character at the base of it is who you are, and and if you let certain bad habits slide, then eventually that becomes harder and harder to change. And like for me, what it is with family is like I need to be able to trust you, um, no matter how small, small the issue is. So like this this is something I kind of wanted to get off my chest. So I figured what better place to I guess vent about it. So yeah, like you know I'm I feel like sometimes you should be able to take a break from family. And I don't mean cut them off. I mean limit the communication that's going to have a negative effect on you. Right? Sometimes it takes being the bigger person to eliminate that threat. But I feel like it's necessary for you to be in, like, the healthiest environment for yourself. So for me, like, as much as I say I don't like to argue, I find myself arguing a lot with my family. And you know what I did? Like, I just eliminated those opportunities for that to happen, right? There was an issue, and, you know, we talked about it as a family, or I guess I talked about it with my mom, um and i spoke to her and i said you know what i'm gonna chill and i'm kind of gonna just be an adult for a bit and what that meant for me was i i didn't realize like i did realize actually i depended on my mom for obviously the bulk of my help because if you know me you know that i'm a single mother and you know that i don't really have a second parent to depend on like that right so my mom in a sense is the second parent um that I, I basically kind of lean on when I need help raising my kids. Um, and I don't necessarily mean that in a sense where she's babysitting, even though she does do that, you know, I mean it in a sense that like, I need that team effort, right? I need somebody to help me go hard in the paint <laughs> to raise the twins cause they can be a lot. Right. So yeah, like basically I was just taking some time out from that relationship just because I felt like she was really in my business and like that's a mother's job if you if you really take it in mother's job is to know her children but i think the problem was is that the one job that i expected her to know you know she wasn't she didn't she didn't know how to do it know her daughter right and i feel like she knew what was easy to her right and i don't mean that in a sense of she wasn't willing to get to know her daughter i just think she was only able to know me until a certain point and knowing the adult me and knowing who people see me as is two completely different things for my mom right my mom kind of looks at me as her baby girl um the one who needs her still as opposed to a a budding adult which is what I am like you know I'm capable of making my own decisions and it's it's kind of like I love this word debilitating because it is it's it makes you feel stagnant it makes you feel like you're not growing because somebody constantly looks at you as a child and I'm already in this state of evolution and that's why this podcast is called evolution because I really feel like maybe I may not have had an epiphany in Jamaica but I definitely definitely feel like that was one of the most defining points in my life right so that's that's something i kind of wanted to touch on sometimes creating a space for you to actually be an adult is way more important than depending on family all the time right because not to be not to sound really morbid i understand that at one point in my life my my people are not going to be around you know whether like my brother he's moved away like an hour away Um, My mom, she's across the street, but she's getting older. My sister, she has a fiance and two kids. Like Everyone has their own shit to deal with if you really take it in. And if you don't know how to stand on your own two feet without them, then where does that leave you? Probably not in the best of places, right? So I kind of just wanted everyone to think about being in the healthiest headspace possible um, without depending on somebody else. And I feel like that pertains to, yes, of course, family, but relationships too. Like, I see a lot of my female and male counterparts actually entering into relationships where they're super dependent on the person that they're with and not in a healthy way. So it's like, it's okay for you to confide in the person. Actually, I don't even want to say confide. It's the person you're with should be an escape, but they should not be a dumping ground for your shit. <laughs> like... The person you're with, you should be able to confide in, yes, confide in, with the shit that's going on in your life, but they shouldn't also feel like they're then carrying your burden, right? That's why I say creating a healthy headspace for you to be alone, for you to be by yourself, for you to understand what it's like to stand on your own, that's hella important before depending on anyone else. Because the moment you depend on someone and that dependence is taken away, how do you breathe? how do you literally live without that person that's why when people go through breakups and like they're like oh my god my life is over that's what they're feeling that dependence is gone right that's a part of what they're feeling anyway because you know love lost is a whole it's a horrible feeling also but i feel like that's like that's the good chunk of it is knowing that that support system is gone and that's why like i had a i guess um I don't know what to call this conversation, but I guess I'm going to call it closure. But I had a, a a moment of closure with the person that I was last with. Um, and, the, and their words to me were, I know this is mad personal sharing, but they know who they are. And honestly, I can't, I'm not going to stop my creativity for their feelings. So my bad. Um, but with the utmost respect, they said, you know, Khadija, I don't feel like you need me. And my response to that was like, you know, I don't need you. And I didn't mean it to be rude, because I didn't. I don't need anyone. Like I don't need, I don't need to depend on anyone in order to get shit done. But if I want you, because I keep saying this to everybody, love is a choice. Because if you make love about a feeling, you'll you'll notice that you don't wake up every day loving the person that you're with. Sometimes, sometimes you go through rough patches you can't even foresee, and it, it makes you feel like you're not in love anymore. But you still care about that person. That's why I say love is a choice. Because when you choose to love somebody, that doesn't waver. That strength and that deep-rooted belief that doesn't go away. And I tried to explain that that love was a choice. Like, and I chose to love that person. But if I needed them, that no, I don't. I don't. I don't need the next man that I choose to love. I will. I will want that person and I will choose to love that person but will I need them no because listen listen i i sustain myself in my apartment i sustain my fridge i sustain my finances yes sometimes i need help cuz we are we're all human however the bulk of it i sustain myself and if i ever depended or needed somebody to help me sustain myself where would that leave me So that's what that's what I'm really trying to get across is create healthy spaces for yourself where you can sustain yourself. Stand on your own, not to depend on people. Be decisive. Know what you want. Learn yourself. You know, be about you before you're about anybody else. This is what I've been learning. This is what I've been doing. Right. I said at the beginning when I created this podcast that it would be about relationships, it would be about friendships, it would be about school because those I feel like are the top three things and family, top four things that I feel like are life because what is life if we don't go through these milestones, milestones of friendship, milestones of education, milestones of work because we'll all have to learn what these things are. Do you remember when you were 21 or not even 21, fuck that. Do you remember when you were like 12 and you, you said to yourself, I'm going to be married. Okay, maybe not dudes, but y'all probably thought you you would have like 100K in the bank. If I'm talking from a male's perspective, and this is probably mad cliche. Y'all probably thought you would have wifey and like, you know, if y'all wanted kids. For women, you know, we had our our little weddings planned out. Some of us, you know, we had we had our whole life oh we're just by 21 i'm gonna have my own house isn't it like the shittiest rude awakening when you hit that age like i'm 25 now i'm gonna be 26 this year and i don't have nearly any of that shit (laughs) like they make you rush they make disney fucking movies will have you believing that there's a knight in shining armor coming to save you um and like it's gonna be that easy after you're gonna kiss you're gonna get married people are gonna throw rice at your big ass head (laughs) and it's gonna be all unicorns and rainbows but that's not life life knocks you on your ass life life got them hands bruh life will beat the shit out you just so it could show you like uncover and polish up this new shiny oscar looking like version this golden shit that you didn't know you even had underneath you because you you've been beaten and bruised so much but i'm telling you like the end result is almost always booming i know i'm not even in my end result and i already feel like sheesh my season's here like everybody every year every year people say oh it's 2019 it's my year it's 2018 remember when 2015 was your year bitch (laughs) like remember that you never know what your year is that's one thing i love about god or the universe or whatever the fuck it is that you believe in i believe in god so i'm gonna say god right that's the thing about god like you you don't know what he has planned for you you don't know what life in general has set up for you because like you can say what you want all you want but it's what you need that's that's like that's what's important anywho um i hope everyone was able to take away a little something about what i spoke about today about this morning because to be honest with you I woke up inspired, and I feel like I needed to share, and I feel like I needed to spill, pour, and overflow, y'all, with some positivity this morning. You know? Some positivity today, period. Because I know that we're not always going to have it together. And I feel like it's important for people to be real with you. Just like how... I'm going to use this example. People used to ask me, "Oh, what's pregnancy like?" And I enjoyed the shit out of mine, but I know that that's not everyone's story. So like, I just want you to pay attention to your own story because you can ask about experiences, but until you go out and live that shit for yourself, figure out what you like for yourself, what you want for yourself, none of none of the opinions of anybody else matters. No experiences that anybody else had is going to be exactly like what your story is planned out to be. You've been listening to the Supreme Life Podcast. It's your girl, Supreme D. Take it easy.